Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello and welcome into another episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica and I would like to welcome you in today. Don't know about you, but I am feeling like my cup is literally flowing over. What a wonderful month this has been. Really, what a wonderful life this has been. But this month in particular has me feeling so grateful for all of the blessings in my life, not the least of which is you. But for some context, I've had a, I would say, six-week period now where my mother has lived close, close, close to me, and I see her every day. That in and of itself is worth the happy dance. And then we've just come off of a a month where we've had multiple birthdays and a family vacation where all of the grandkids and the kids were together for a couple of days out enjoying the sun and the fun. It's just so awesome to get to do those kinds of things again and have that freedom and that luxury of spending time together and having every thought and every wish that we had fulfilled. I came away from our family vacation feeling like my, literally like my heart was about to burst. I can't tell you the numbers of hugs and giggles and smiles and just all that extra love from having five grandkids all in the same place at at one time. It was, oh, it was a thing of magic, a thing of beauty. And if you know me, and you do because you've been listening for some time now, you know there are a few things at the top of my love list. And of course, those include my husband, my kids, my mom, and my little angels, my Jacob, Luke, Tanner, Bo, and Molly. And uh, we just had the best time. One thing I like to do after enjoying such an uplifted period of time is to make a memory. Like I like to impress based upon the images in my mind, that feeling of just supreme happiness and bliss. And so I've spent quite a bit of time over the past few days recalling the moments that we've spent together and just solidifying those in my my mind's eye so that on a moment's notice, if I'm ever feeling down or feeling low or feeling uh, demotivated, I can reach into my memory bank and pull out memories from this past month and relive, recapture that higher state of emotion, that higher vibe. And you know, I'm all about the vibe. I'm all about the vibe. In the Bible, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I do believe that one of the ways that we renew our mind, of course, 
is to read scripture and to meditate on the words of Jesus and the words of the prophets. But I also believe that one of the ways that we can renew our mind is to do just what I've just mentioned, which is make these wonderful memories from experiences with the people that you love and then dwell on those things rather than on the hurts and the trials and the tribulations of the world. You know, at the end of Psalm 23 verse 5, it says, my cup overflows. And as I mentioned, that's the state that I still am enjoying. And that verse goes on, or that chapter goes on in the next verse to say, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One of the words I love in that verse is the word dwell. I love to dwell in possibility. I love to dwell in the house of the Lord. And when I think about the house of the Lord, based on one of my, um, I would say, it's not a guilty pleasure so much as it is just something that is a little off the beaten track that I like to spend time in sometimes. And that is reading or listening to the stories of those people who have had what's called a near-death experience. So they've been pronounced dead or they've been in a situation where their body has died temporarily and then they've been resuscitated. And these people come back with stories, people of all ages, people as, as young as, you know, four or five and as old as 60, 70, 80. And they come back and they have stories that they tell of the things that they remember from that experience. And a lot of times they don't mention the actual structures, but they mention the people that they see. It's always, in every case that I've read or seen, it's a relative or relatives who have greeted them and welcomed them into heaven, this place, this otherworldly place which is beyond description but always when they try to describe it it's in such glowing and such beautiful and elegant terms it's hard for us with our five senses to capture what it is that they're trying to convey they just don't have words but it is there that we are going to dwell that is the house of the lord and when the verse says forever, that means forever. And I like to imagine that the state of being that we will enjoy when we are in heaven is much like the state of being that I have just enjoyed this past week, only better, only more love, more smiles, more giggles, more, just more of everything. And it's, it's interesting to me when I think about my thoughts about this in that I get so focused on the concept of more because that is one thing I know to be true about myself. And that is that for whatever reason in my whole life, I've had this intense, this internal desire to always increase, to always expand everything from the love in my environment to the reach of our investments to the amount of knowledge that I can acquire, not just for knowledge's sake, no, because I'm on a quest to 
uncover all the potential and all the possibility that God has placed within me, but also that he's placed within the people around me. And that's one of the reasons why I come to you most weeks on this podcast is because I like to share with you the things that I've learned and the things that I've tried in that quest for more, whatever more might be. So here we find ourselves more than halfway through 2022, more than halfway through this year, (laughs) y'all. What has happened to the time? I don't even know, but we're on the downhill slide now to 2023. And my challenge for you is what are the big takeaways that you've learned or that you've had as you've sailed through the first part of this year? What progress have you made? What terror barrier have you crossed through? What challenge have you given yourself that you can proudly say you have met? What, where are you going? What goals have you set for yourself that you still envision reaching this year? What actions must you take repeatedly to get you where you're going? How easy does it feel? Remember, one of the themes that I've been talking about this year is that when you set a stretch goal, something that is impossible for you to do, given your current state of knowledge, of finances, of mentors, etc., when you've set that kind of a goal and you have left space for God to show up and show off, when you have done these things, have you been able to practice, even if you're not perfect at it, have you been able to practice making it easy on yourself by building your belief that the stretch goal, the smit goal, the goal that seems impossible with what you know and where you are, Have you, in spite of that, learned and practiced the skill, the method, the process of believing that you have already achieved the goal? When you and when I can consistently set a goal, a good godly goal, and believe that it has already been achieved, we're golden, y'all. I think when we can do that, we are unstoppable. But you know, we're not perfect on it. That's okay. We want progress, not perfection. We want progress. Every time I set a goal, I have to remind myself, reteach myself, kind of relearn the skill that served me so well the time before when it worked. You've heard my story on a previous podcast, maybe several podcasts of the goal that we had for finding my mom a house really close to me and how difficult that ended up being. Even though we achieved it, and even though that was definitely a God thing, it was still hard. So I know that I have a lot of room to grow in this area of goal setting, this part of the goal setting process, this building of belief. So we'll do it together, me and you, you and me, always together. But it's a skill that I don't know that will ever be done We'll just get better and better and better at it every single day that we work on it. And what are the ways that we build the belief? Well, one, we use auto-suggestion. We write down the goal as though it's been achieved in the present tense. 
and we write that and we feel that and we say it to ourselves on a daily basis with belief, with that feeling, with an alignment. We align ourselves with the belief that this goal is in fact already achieved. I know. Every time I say it, I still have to stop myself and think about what I just said. So we use the power of auto-suggestion and we combine that with the expectation, the belief that the goal is indeed achieved. And then finally, the third thing that we do is we take action, some action towards the goal every day. So simple, but <laughs> so difficult to put in practice, even for me. So like I said, we do this together. A quick story on this. I have a listener who shared with me recently that she believes this and she is practicing this for her goals. She has talked about it with her husband and he is the ultimate skeptic. And because he loves her, he did as she suggested and he started writing down his goal for his financial performance at work. And he had a stretch goal and he, he of course is skeptical about this whole process, but because of his wife's persistence and insistence that he try it, what have you got to lose? I say this all the time. What have you got to lose? So he's, he's tried this auto suggestion technique of writing down every day, what his goal is, his financial goal is for his outcomes at work. And lo and behold, in the first month of doing this, he reached his goal with many days left in the month. So I'm telling you from personal experience and from listener experience, this stuff works, but you got to work it. It doesn't work if you, if you never try it. So try it. You might like it. With goal setting, though, it's important that the goal that you are shooting for is something that you really want because you are going to get what you expect. And though you don't always get what you want, you do get what you expect. So if you expect to achieve your goal, you're much of the way there, much of the way. I'll never forget the first time I listened to a series by Zig Ziglar on setting goals and achieving goals and just taking notes from what I was hearing on the tapes and then reviewing it and thinking to myself, aha, this is the key to the kingdom. I can do, I can be, I can have anything in life that is a worthy goal if I will just follow the system that someone else before me, someone much smarter than me has figured out. And I would say the way that Zig Ziglar taught goal setting, even though it was pretty intense, was still the basics of goal setting. What I'm trying to get you to do is make a quantum leap. Go from being a basic goal setter to an extraordinary goal getter by adding in these mental processes, by using more of the mental faculties that God has blessed you and me with. He's given them to us to use. So let's use them. It goes beyond just engaging our reticular activating system by writing down the goal, although that in itself is the beginning of everything um, as far as this process, this part of the process of goal setting. But it goes far beyond that because 
we have this ability, this God-given ability to use our imagination to place ourselves in a in in the future in our mind where the goal has already been achieved. And we're allowed to feel how great that feeling is without taking away from any other place or person in our life. I think that's just incredible. And uh, I'm really enjoying this journey, and I hope that you are too. I pray in Jesus' name that you will be blessed with the discernment for the goals that you need to be achieving this year, the remainder of this year. And I pray that God will open your mind and open your heart, allow you to feel the expectancy that is necessary for you to easily achieve every goal that your heart desires. I pray this for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. I want you to go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.